I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, how are you guys? Hello, Odette. Hi. Hi, Christina. Hi, Kim and Odette. Thank you for having me. Hi. So welcome. Here we are again, Way in Wednesday, where we come together to talk all things maintenance. So after you have lost your weight, this is the place to come and hang out and have those real conversations. So for those that can't see, we are only um, three squares today. So Gina's not with us. She is at home resting getting herself um, back to um, her maximum health. So we'll see her very soon. So we have, as always, myself, um, Odette, um, group manager of the maintenance program. We have Kim, our weight loss group manager, and we're on our own ends of the country again. So I'm back in Ontario, Kim is still in BC. And then today we have Christina and you're coming to us from, from a totally different country today. Where are you from, Christina? Uh, park near Park City, Utah. I am up in the mountains. So you are in the mountains. I just came back from Whistler. I mean, if you saw last week and working on those different time zones, I mean, it was definitely it was definitely something to get used to. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure and an honor. I so, listen to these all the time. Oh, good, good. So I well, I've seen that you've been in a few times, like and listening. Yeah and commenting. So I thought, oh, Christina's got something to say. So we got to bring her on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I know, um, you know, you were in your first weight loss group was back in 2022, right? Winter, winter, winter. 2022. Yeah. By October of 2021, I had enough. So when a friend suggested Gina, I literally signed up the next day. I didn't, I was ready. I really didn't need anything else. Um, I lost 15 pounds in my first group, and then I did the spring 2022. I lost an additional five pounds, and then I was done for all my, you know, my tents and purposes with the number. I wasn't really done with all of the things, and I didn't really know what maintenance was really truly like. So I signed up for the fall. Um, I had a few friends join. I, I did fall 2022. Um, and then I skipped spring because I really fell behind in this in the fall group by like two or three months. 
Um, and I did it to solidify. Um, and then I did another one. I wasn't really planning or counting on it. So I was quite surprised that I decided to do another group for mindfulness. And that was really mind blowing for me and a lot of lessons there. Well, I love what you just said, like you didn't know what maintenance was. I mean, weren't we all kind of in that same space? Like, what is maintenance? What does that mean? You know, you just think you lose your weight and you go on and you live the rest of your life. Right. And, you know, we don't realize there's this little space, this little space in between that we are we're trying to navigate and and go through. So I want to get right into the topics today. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about was the intentions behind maximizing. So we talked a lot about maximizing last week um, and downsizing and, you know, doing all the things and coming back to maximizing this week. Um, I was out for dinner last week with um, Kim and we, and uh, Kim doesn't want to tell the story, but we, but we were out for dinner and we were ordering our dinner and we ordered um, lettuce wraps. We're like, we're going to get lettuce wraps because we need to get our leafy greens in here. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're sitting and we're enjoying our dinner. And I started thinking like, you know, I'm get, we're getting our leafy greens here. Am I doing it just to do that? Like, what is my intention behind the rest of this dinner that I'm having? You know, am, is my intention just to get my leafy greens in? Is my intention more tangible, like just trying to do the best that I can and doing all of the things that I can. So that really got me thinking like, what is that? What does that mean when we say we're maximizing? Like, are we just checking boxes or, you know, are we doing things purposefully? Like are our actions purposeful. So I don't know if you, if you find yourself, you know, when you come to maximizing, um, Christina, like, do you think about it? Like, what do you, when you think, oh, I need to start maximizing, what does that mean to you? And what, you know, how do you set those intentions behind that? Really good question. So maximizing for me is super scary. <laughs> it made a lot of sense in weight loss, but in in maintenance is super scary. So when I hear you know you and Kim and Gina say that, I go to optimizing. For me, that makes a lot of sense, and I try to anchor into where what phase am I in? Because without that, I'm lost in the middle. So like, am I in the solidifying the weight phase? Am I in you know, testing the waters with a speedboat like I did, <laughs> what phase am I in? But I think the intentions are really, really good. Maybe not on a daily basis because I'm really bad for me, right? It's just really hard to set them every single day. I think they're really good, but I think setting the intentions for where you're at and having a plan like, okay, this is my plan for the week. I know I'm going to do this. I'm out of town. I'm in town. I'm going to do this. I think they're really crucial to success and anchored into the phase that you're in uh, based on where you are on the journey. Mm. I like what we've got one member saying here. It, is it strengthening habits? And I think that that is, you know, a big part of what it is. We've got, mm -hmm. we set our intentions. We're not necessarily maximizing to lose weight or maximizing, but it is, we're strengthening habits. So while we might've just been checking boxes with our lettuce mm -hmm. wraps that night, we also mm -hmm. checked the check the bubbles box that night <laughs> we checked a couple other, but we, um, you know, it is a habit that we strengthened. We were mindful, like we're out, we're going to enjoy this meal. We don't know what to order. We were deciding between a couple things. Let's have the thing that has the leafy greens in it because right. then we're getting some greens in. So while maybe the meal itself wasn't maximizing that habit that we built of we've strengthened it to the point where 
I know I need to get leafy greens and I know that the salty food is going to probably affect me. So, you know, that extra glass of water we had with dinner and those the lettuce and the lettuce wraps was leveling up and it was a habit that we strengthened. And we did that because we did set the intentions to maximize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's so true. It is really about strengthening those habits. So, you know, maybe before this program, if we didn't have those thoughts and we didn't have those habits already in place, our, you know, our attention that night could have looked so much different. You know, what we could have had may have looked so much different. So I think it's really important. Like, yeah, maybe some days we are just checking boxes just to get through it. Um, And what you said, Christina, about optimizing, you know, it is oftentimes we're just you know, it's not, maybe it's not, we're not maximizing to like full full capacity, like Kim said, to lose weight, but we were, we are optimizing here and doing what we need to do for us in the moment. That's really resonating with the members too. Cause again, in the comments, um, someone here said when they hear maximizing, they feel like there's 20 questions for each of the 20 questions and it starts to feel overwhelming. So mm-hmm. optimizing is really just making the best choice that you can in the moment for what you need at mm-hmm. that and it makes it a little less scary. I Yeah, for me, that's how it feels. And I feel like maximizing makes so much sense in weight loss because you really want to get there and you will, right? If you max, the, the more you maximize, the more you, you know, you will get there, the sooner you'll get there. But if you optimize in maintenance, it's a lot more calming and you can actually focus on the things you are optimizing as opposed, on, as opposed to the 20 things I'm not doing. Yeah. It's true. I mean, we could have focused on, like Kim said, like we had, you know, our our bubbly drink that evening. We had, you know, something that maybe wasn't exactly would have been the best choice, but we knew in the moment what we could do, you know, the box that we could check, the habit that we could reinforce, you know, we optimized, you know, that moment versus trying to maximize the moment and not being exactly what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, I was, you know, contemplating telling that story. Like, do we want to say, you know, that we, you know, we're out, we had this good time, but I think it really resonates with a lot of members. You know, it really is this, we're at this point where we are um, testing the waters. We are, some of us, we are trying to figure out what our max, sorry, what our maintenance looks like. Like you said off the top, Christina, we don't know. We're trying to figure it out as we go along. And honestly, that's part of life, isn't it? Just going out and enjoying a meal with a friend and not being stressed about it. That's the one thing we weren't trying to just have the lettuce wrap because we thought we were going to, you know, it was the the best choice at the time and we didn't want it. It was about like, hey, I can kind of feel good about this because we didn't have something that we knew was going to sit in our bellies and make us feel unwell afterwards. You know, we went, we enjoyed the conversation. We enjoyed the food. We enjoyed the wine. And then we could walk away from that feeling good about that night, about everything to do with that night. Mm-hmm. And it's real. I love that it's real, right? The story is real and resonates with me. And that will happen on, you know, many nights of the week. So thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that brings us to um, our next topic, like where we are right now. You know, we are kind of in this messy middle, this space that's between seeing our lowest low, hitting our goal, but then not quite at that finally and forever yet, not quite feeling that calm and feeling that, you know, yeah, I'm here, I've made it. Um, you know, so we are in this in this space. And just like we talk about in the weight loss group, this is where, you know, new feelings can come up. Maybe we're questioning, you know, I had a member this week say, you know, they question, is this worth it? Is trying to figure all of this out worth it? 
you know, that self-doubt starts to come back in. Um, you know, maybe we're self-sabotaging a little bit because we don't really know exactly where we are. And it's not so easy to say we're at the midway point of maintenance, so it's going to hit all of a sudden. Because maintenance, is, you know, it's different for everybody. The timeline is different for everybody. So did you notice that, um, Christina? Did you notice that you're kind of in this space where we're not sure and we don't know what's going on or what's happening or what day it is? And Yes, absolutely. I started my maintenance journey with the recommendation to do the group again. And that was nice because in a way it was easy, right? I knew what I had to do. So once what I didn't anticipate was taking so long because, you know, situational change, life happens. I went on a trip to Europe for two weeks and everybody wants to feed you and all that kind of stuff. So it really forced me to think back and make those intentions to go back and bridge that in to figure out where am I, where am I headed? I think maintenance is really fun. I really enjoy it. And one of the things that I have that I've been processing a lot is all the conversations with Dr. Beverly, I get to test the waters. Mm. I get to try the cookies I made for my son. You know, I had two a lunch today and my tummy was like, uh-uh, no, thank you. And I said, thank you for letting me know that. Next time I'll take that into consideration, right? So like processing all that processing all the information has been just tremendous is such a for me the way i've looked at it um maintenance is such a blessing right i get to be here i get to live within a few pounds of and that's the other thing for me like 10 pounds you know five to ten pounds above is a lot for me and it makes me really uncomfortable so i've had to really navigate that and I'm still trying to figure that out and test the water. So like, how does that work and how does that feel? I just, I love what you just said there where you, where maintenance, I mean, is fun, maybe, <laughs> can be fun, but it's this place where, what a, an incredible um, mindset when you just said, it's this place where I get to gather information. So you know, I think we've been talking a lot lately about, I mean, this amazing quote that was like, follow, follow the plan, not your mood, right? Like that's come up so many times and it's, it's hitting so hard and it hits, it's just, it's such an amazing thought that, you know, we're in this place called maintenance. We're in this place called the messy middle. Mm -hmm. And if we can look at that, not, you know, not follow our mood, we're like, oh, am I ever going to get through this? Am I, you know, is it worth it? But instead of look at where I am look at what I'm, what I'm learning, you know, maybe this place of follow your plan, not your mood. Maybe this is the time in the messy middle where you really lean into mm -hmm. what, you know, you know, so you, you turn down that voice that's, that's telling us maybe it's not worth it. Maybe this process is too long. Maybe I can't do this instead of, you know, that's my mood. I'm going to follow my plan. My plan is to get to finally and forever. These are the steps that I need to take to get there. You know, I've, I've done all this work already. Now this is my plan moving forward. I don't know if you guys have heard that or if you that resonated with you. I saw Christina, you pointed at me when I said it. So what do you what do you think of that? Absolutely. I will tell you it was worth it for me. I actually had surgery three months ago. The mm -hmm. kind where your water's restricted. I had a bladder surgery. And it was incredible because I leaned into it and I was able to heal so well because I was so healthy. I was following the plan. I knew what I needed to do and I didn't freak out. I stayed calm when my surgeon was like, 
why are you drinking so much water? You know, you know, you need to cut it down. But I trusted both my body. I trusted Gina and the studies and the science. And I trusted what my surgeon said. And I figured out what my body was actually needing. And it was scary, right? You know, you're navigating and you're swimming in a different lane than you're used to. But it was mm. definitely worth it for me. So it's hard to see it sometimes when you go forward, but it's worth worth it when you look at it backwards. Mm -hmm. I know, Kim, you've got you've been talking a lot about that in the weight loss group too, right? The following your plan and not your mood. Yes, yeah, and it's you know it's what is it? What you? It's what you are willing to do, and mm -hmm. you know versus what you need to do and what you're willing to do. And we know what we need to do, but not all of us are willing to do. It. And I know Dr. Paul mentioned that yesterday. The difference between the two, and that resonated along the same lines with me, is right now when you're in the weight loss group, you do need to follow your, you know, what you're, what you need to do. But if you're not willing to do it, you might not see the results that you need. Whereas in maintenance, I think that switches a little bit and you're actually, you know, you need to trust your mood a little bit on that too. And, you know, um, I see that in another comment from someone here is they're in the messy middle. They're feeling like lather, rinse, repeat and autopilot versus the intention. You know, that's something that you just mentioned before Odette. And that, that intention is, I think what we're kind of, getting to here is, you know, your mm -hmm. intention when you were recovering from your surgery was mm -hmm. different than when you're just trying to maintain and your intention when you're trying to lose weight for maximizing and optimizing however you want to do it is different. So your intention can really set the stage for the steps that you're taking and how you decide to optimize. It's, you know, why are you doing, are you doing this? Is your intention today to test the waters your intention today that you're trying to lose weight is your intention today that you're just trying to live your best life and then make your plan according to that. Mm -hmm. Or is your intention today just to get through the day? Sometimes that's what it is, right? Sometimes you just can't let your mood bring you down. You, yeah. you know, of course we want to honor those feelings and honor where we are, but sometimes we have to make that intention that I'm just going to get through the day today. You know, I'm going to, Again, this is my plan. I know what I need to do to get there. I'm going to do maybe one thing or two things or maybe nothing today, right? Yeah. Like just that's that could easily be your intention. One of the things that works really well for me is when we are in feeding the metabolism, that mm -hmm. somehow does wonders for me because it brings me back to what I really need and I really learn a lot. So one of the things I do in maintenance is I try to focus on those little pieces that work really well. And when I'm having a really tough day, I deploy those, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll like split my meal and be like, I'll be right back, you know, cookie number four. And then it turns out I actually don't need it. So mm -hmm. I do that. The downsizing for me does not work. It freaks me out entirely mm -hmm. and I'm working through it, but I know that now. So I'm trying to like, you know, work through all of those. Yeah, I think it's a, it's interesting when you, you know, when you say you're how one thing works better for you and how something, you know, you find you find little things in each tweak that we did during weight loss that, you know, really resonated with us and we took things from that. So, yeah, here we are talking about feeding the metabolism, but we're actually talking about walking away from the fourth cookie instead, right? And saying, let's see how I feel after 15 or 20 minutes. So those same things can come up over and over again. Yeah. And the things that you learned from that tweak when you were losing weight is what you're putting into practice. It's not 
you know, splitting your meal for the sake with the same purpose or intention we did in the weight loss group, you're doing it because you know what you learned about yourself during that week. And you know that you need to remind yourself of those lessons every once in a while. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So how are you doing now, Christina? Like, how do you feel you are now? So are you in your messy middle? Do you feel like you're coming up the other side? Where would you say you are now? I would say I'm coming out of it. I don't think I'm entirely out of it considering the cookie situation today, uh, but it was good, right? I had two and I felt good and I walked away. Um, I have one of the things that I, well, many, I've lo- loved a million things about the program. If you can work through a lot of the issues, it will help you beyond the scale, beyond the non-scale victories and the confidence that you get, like it's put the finally and forever closer to my face. And I'm so excited. Like I want to do X, Y, and Z. And I know it's a lot of work, right? And I know life is insane. I was lucky enough that when I did my programs, my life was insane and it has never stopped. Like there's always something happening in our town, in my life, you know, like the Smithsonian is coming, the Olympics are coming. It's just insane all day long. Mm-hmm. So it's allow me to work on progress over perfection. And there is no better time to do a variety of things, including testing the waters and moving on. Like uh, soon yeah. enough, I'll be like, I'm ready. I'm not ready to move on and not listen to all the lives and all that stuff. Cause I love those. And I learn so much still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they probably come with a different message. Like a member just said here, I never considered applying the weight loss tweaks with the intention of maintenance. And I think that's what we're really focusing on a little bit more here in this in the M&M group is that we are introducing the reintroducing the tweaks, I guess is the right word. Like, let's look at downsizing, but with different with a different message. What feelings is it bringing up? What associations is it bringing up? What is it teaching you now at this point? You know, and and we're doing downsizing again next week in the weight loss group. We're going to revisit that and be like, you know, what you felt two weeks ago. Are those, you know, is that still coming up? Are you, do you feel like you're being more in tune? So taking those tweaks and applying them, you know, even here in maintenance, but maybe with a different message or, um, you know, gathering different information because we're not doing them, you know, we're not maximizing and doing them to lose weight. But maybe we're doing them to become more in tune and really hear some different messages from our body. 
it really feel good. It, you forget sometimes, like when you feel good, you feel good. But sometimes yeah. you forget how good it feels to feel good. And mm -hmm. I know we talk a lot about it, but it's so real. So trying to remember that and trying to feel good, but also live life. I have loved that I can live my life. Like we were talking about earlier, what are some things I'm not willing to not do? And that's one, like having, you know, popsicle with my son. He wants to have it and I will have it because yeah. I'm not willing to not have that memory. To me, that's a lot more important. Yeah, I agree. And I, I wasn't willing to not have a, you know, glass of bubbles with my colleague that I see only twice a year, right? Well, Those I mean, it was complimentary from the restaurant. It was <laughs> not the second one. The second one was not. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it could have been. Pardon, Christina? It could have been if you had asked for it. Yes, maybe, maybe. We were that we were that delightful. Yes. So maybe the second would have been. Um so I just want to move on, but um you had you just said something about, you know, when you feel good, um, feeling good feels really good. And sometimes you forget how good you can feel. And I really want, I want it brings me to the next topic of, um, you know, cold and flu season. We're really coming into it now and really working through it. And we're finding that a lot of members are actually being um, surprisingly sidelined by being sick. Mm -hmm. And I think because we have felt so good for so long and we talk so much about you know, feeling our best every day, feeling strong every day, feel, you know, really living our best life every day, that as soon as we get sick or we don't feel that way, we don't know, we're not sure what to do. So like, do I want to push through? Like, I'm going to push through. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I feel good, even though I, my body's telling me to slow down or, you know, are, are we just really honoring that our body does need time to rest? Um, I know, Christina, you said that you had surgery. Did you allow yourself to take that space to, to, you know, really slow down? Or were you trying to, like, push through a little bit? So I'm a bit of a go-getter. Um, mm -hmm. I slow down the best I could. It's very difficult for me to just sit in bed and mm -hmm. work. Uh, I work from home, so it's easy for me to do that. But, like, not swimming. I'm a swimmer, so not swimming for six weeks was very difficult. But I did the best I could. Um, I tried to think of, you know, doing a cost benefit analysis and being reasonable about it and be like, OK, I can wait for a few weeks because this is really important and I want the surgery to be successful. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I did that. The one thing that was hard for me was trying to understand and learn, right, to make the space for my awareness to kick in so that I can learn and figure out where I'm at how much food do I really need? Because mm -hmm. after surgery, I didn't really need a lot of food. And I'm blessed. I had so many friends coming to bring food. And it's like, what am I eating? Right? How much should I be eating? And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But that was really, really interesting. The other piece that I would say, being in maintenance, I didn't anticipate having detox symptoms for flu and cold season. About a month ago, I was talking to a friend who's in the group and she was talking about detox, Kim, right? And she's like, I'm in the group and doing all this stuff. And she's like, I have these symptoms. And she's like, what did you have? And I'm like, oh, my lips, oh, my lips are really dry. And then it, it hit me. I'm not in the group. Why am I having detox symptoms? And I'm like, I'm sick. And sure enough, I got really sick. 
But having that awareness and being able to do something about it and respond was mind blowing. I had never had that before. Yeah. And your body picked up right away. Mm -hmm. Like you, and you picked up right away on the messages that I was sending you, right? Like it's, yeah. you could tell something was up, you know, yeah. you did end up being sick. And I think it, you know, coming into this season, we were just want to remind people to just remind our members to just, you know, really tap into how you are feeling. Like you, if you need to rest, rest. And like you said, you didn't know how much food you would or wouldn't need. And that could change every day. You know, if you're sick, like don't force yourself to, to eat if you don't need to. I mean, get your fluids in if you can. Um, you know, whenever I'm sick, I do. I'm one of those people that does crave. I crave grape juice. And I don't know why I always crave the Welch's grape juice. It's always I've, since I was a little kid. And just to remind myself that, you know, water's probably better for me. If I'm craving that grape juice or that sugar, I'm probably just needing more water, needing more rest. So what about you, Kim? Have you been sick in this lately or have you had to remind yourself to slow down and honor yourself? Well, let's knock on wood that I don't get sick, but I have not been recently, but I do. We have had a lot of people sharing in the weight loss group that they have been. And it, mm -hmm. it really, it it's shaking them a little bit in the sense that they're noticing cravings coming back up mm -hmm. that they didn't have before, but at the same time, they don't have an appetite. So it's very hard to what you were saying, Christina, about not knowing how much you need to eat or what to eat. Like you want these heartier foods, maybe because the seasonal change, maybe because your body needs it nutritionally, but some of it might be a little bit of old habits. Like I think about when I was sick, when I was a kid, I think it was ginger ale. My dad used mm -hmm. to make a concoction of rye, lemon, and honey that he would Ooh. serve hot to me when I was little. Yeah. And um, we would have- I'd like to serve that to me now, I think. <laughs> my mom would make me <laughs> fingers to dip yeah. in hot chocolate when I had a cold, or you got soda crackers, mm -hmm. or you had a stomach flu, or, or jello, or right. something like that. And so you have to think back, just like those habits of snacking at night, those old habits, those childhood memories of what you did when you were sick, those are part of what comes back too. So, you know, you're feeling a little bit fluish. Maybe you are craving those like breads and crackers because that's what you always ate, but maybe you can kind of think past it and think, well, that's not maybe the best thing for me right now. I'm not feeling great, but maybe I can add a little bit of brown rice to some chicken soup and maybe that will help, or maybe I need more water. So you still want to take those things that you learned in the weight loss group or while you were following the food plan and think about what you actually need. Why is your body craving that? What is it about it? And then, you know, work through it. Or maybe like you said, you don't have an appetite at all one day, the next day you have a big appetite. You kind of need to be able to work through that and listen to your body because if you don't have an appetite, it might be because your body is working so hard at making you feel better that it doesn't want to digest food at the time. Or maybe it's because you've got a stomach bug and that food is not going to stay where it is. When you anyway, but yeah, listening to your body and really getting in tune with that, you're still going to be getting those messages. But when you're sick, I almost feel like there's a fog over those messages. There's a bit of a haze. And it might be a little bit harder to hear them. So, you know, honor that. And if you don't always make the best choices, just make sure that you move on from that and don't let it cycle into, you know, now I've gone totally off the rails and feel bad about yourself after, you know, do what you need to do to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And then, you know, think about what you need or what you could do differently once you're feeling up to it. Mm -hmm. and and I, no, go ahead, Christina, you go ahead. What I was going to say was, and leaning into it, because one of the things that's huge in maintenance for me is portions, right? 
So if you are really truly able to adjust your portions based on what your body needs from day to day, that's huge. I don't know, like, you know, you think about it, you'd ask the four questions, you're mindful, but then the portions look the same every single day. So if you can leverage all the learnings to really adjust the portions or walking away or whatever tweak works for you, that's really helpful in maintenance. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think, uh, and I think one of the, one of the most, or part of the sickness protocol that can sometimes get overlooked is, is, you know, don't worry too much about it. You know, don't worry too much about what's happening. You know, let your, let your body, you know, be, I, I don't mean don't worry about, you know, being sick. If you're sick and you need support, I mean, get, get support and get help, but don't worry about, you know, you doing something wrong or, you know, this sidetracking you and you're, you know, it's going to just throw you off forever. It's, it's just this little blip in time, you know, you know, be sick if that sickness comes and, you know, give your body what it needs and you're going to come out on the other side and feel great. And you're going to, and then you can go back to doing all the things you need to do to, to the holiday shopping. It comes at a time when there's a lot happening. So if you yeah. can decouple the stressors too, right, you're going to be sick, stress, like stress is a big one for me. I can look at the fridge and gain four pounds right then and there. So if you are able to figure out what all is happening and just maybe just pay attention acknowledge what's there, right? The, the C's, the three C's, and then just don't worry so much about it and then it will be okay yeah yeah, yeah you're, you're yeah. And you don't want to add that extra stress of of you know i'm sick what's going to happen what's what am i doing just you know if we can find that, that one little calm space to take mm -hmm. care of ourselves we're going to get feel better a little bit quicker um so i am i am aware of the time we are already over a few minutes but it goes quick um it was a quick conversation yeah, too quick. Well, that's, we'll have you back for sure. I mean, we've got the group and we meet every Wednesday, as you know. So, and I um, love to share, you know, I'll go in the group and just share, Hey, this is what worked for me when I traveled for work 20 different times. Yeah. And that's exactly what we love, you know, yeah. and that's when we're in there and we're seeing our members sharing with each other, you know, what you say, somebody else can pick up and, and, you know, maybe you say something that doesn't, that, that someone never thought of before, you know? So that's what we love about our members and talking to each other and sharing in the group. It's such a safe space for people to come in and, you know, to share, but also pick something up at the same time. So yeah, we're going to do this every Wednesday, you know, so we would love to have you back. Um, so looking forward to next week. So next week we are going to talk a little bit more again about downsizing. Um, as we know, we touched on it last week. It brought up a whole bunch of, um, you know, feels and associations and, and new thoughts. So we're going to catch on, uh, catch up to that again next week. So Kim, thank you as always for being my sidekick here. And Christina, thank you so much for coming to us from Utah. Thank you for I hope you, you in the group in there. And I want everybody to show me their shoes. I want everybody to go in the group and show me their shoes today. So if you haven't seen the post, I want to see what everybody shoes that everybody's working out in. So I put mine in there and I want to see. Um, oh, I'll put some shoes on tonight. Put some shoes on. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank okay. You. Have a great have a great night. See you guys soon. Night. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag 
a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.